0: I want to thank everybody for joining us for today's podcast, part of the Asterix uh, podcast, which we've been putting on here, a digital transformation podcast for for uh, what seems like uh, about a good ten episodes, about ten months now. Um, we're coming up on our tenth episode, which is great. We're excited about it. the podcast is definitely picking up uh, a nice little bit of steam on all the major players out there, which we'll talk about at the end. Um, so definitely, some folks are starting to catch on and. And enjoy the content uh, that we're putting out uh, in these little podcasts, which I know you're going to enjoy today. Uh, we've got some some good stuff going on today. It's a little bit bent towards the uh, uh, the, the HR spectrum. Uh, the topic is officially called digital transformation in HR, with a focus on life sciences. So, uh, if I could give me a quick summary of, of what you're going to hear about today, you know, really in today's rapidly changing workplace, digital transformation is becoming much more prevalent in the HR landscape. <clears throat> so, companies are kind of racing to keep up with the latest technology. HR professionals are challenged to find, engage, uh, and develop new new talent that can drive innovation. So, in this podcast, we will discuss how digital transformation is impacting HR and how life science companies uh, can stay ahead of the curve. So, we're excited to, uh, to get into it. Um, this is our episode number nine uh, in a recent interview, which was on podcast number six, Uh, With Bear Rizcala, our VP of Scientific and Technical Staffing here at Asterix, we discussed digital transformation for life science-based companies and how implementing a staff augmentation model was critical for success. So we brought Bear back. Uh, Everybody really enjoyed the conversation with him before. um, So I'm thrilled to have him back today. My guest is is Bear, and he's joined us in our last podcast on this topic. As a reminder, uh, Bear is the VP of Scientific and Technical Staffing here at Asterix. Uh, Bear, I'll let you talk a little bit about your background before we kind of dig into it.
1: Yeah, thanks, Kevin, and thanks for having me back on. Uh, really enjoyed the last one, and I think we've got a, a great topic today. So, uh, as you mentioned, I'm the VP of uh, Scientific and Technical Staffing here at Asterix. Uh, I've been in the scientific staffing world for about uh, 20 years now, and you know performed pretty much every job out there from recruiter to, to salesperson and you know um, management and sort of everything in between. Uh, prior to that, uh, I worked as an analytical chemist in, uh, in the CRO world. Uh, so I do have some some lab and and uh, biotech and pharmaceutical experience as well, as well as uh, a bachelor's degree in chemistry.
0: Great. Great. And we're thrilled to have you back. I enjoyed the last conversation. Um, let's just jump right into it. Bear, from your perspective, what is uh, HR digital transformation.
1: Yeah. You know, Kev, it, it's not really different than digital transformation in, in any, um, other department, really. It's, it's a changing of the process of changing the operational structure to become more automated to, uh, use, uh, the data that we can collect now, um, and just to be more streamlined and efficient and, and to get, a, a better result for the organization. So, I mean, that's pretty much it in a nutshell.
0: Yeah, that 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 makes that makes perfect sense. I know we'll we'll dig into some of these topics a, a, a little bit more. Um I think the one is how can HR support digital trans you know, digital transformation obviously is very broad based in an organization. It's touching IT, it touches systems, it touches operations, it touches many, many things. How can HR support it uh within within their company?
1: Yeah, that's several different ways you know first you think about um how hr can support digital transformation within maybe some other departments and i think the quick and easy answer is of course people you know hr is is essentially the people function so um uh being able to attract the right type of person be able to retain the type of person deploy and, and train the right type of person so that um the departments that hr supports um they're able to to achieve their digital transformation goals, so I think that's how they uh, support uh, organizational digital transformation. Now, within their own department, um, there's a lot of things that uh, we, we've seen our HR partners do, and 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 being in scientific staffing. Um, uh, and And staff augmentation, so many of our partners, the people that we talk to day in day out, are in the HR function, talent acquisition um, and related functions. So you know we see this daily, uh, but you know it's it's something like uh, updating their uh, applicant tracking system is huge, making it easy for for candidates to apply. Uh, making sure that you're using the right um, marketing tools to to uh advertise your your open positions and and some of the great things about your company. Um I think that's really really uh important. You see um the digitization of of benefits and compensation uh modules. I mean that's been around for a long time but it's just getting more and more uh interwoven and intricate and 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 uh, automated. Um and then you're starting starting to talk about training. Um that's that's huge. Everybody's trying to upskill now because the market is so tight. So having good um, training modules and uh, those that are uh, available to the general population, um, leadership, everybody. Uh, and then, of course, you know the the reporting, the metrics, the 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 data that we need to see what's working and what's not, and um, that that's really the the, the important things and the main things that we're seeing within the the world of HR. We're talking about uh, the tr- uh, digital transformation.
0: <laughs> yeah, you almost can you almost can see it. It, it, it feels like uh, back in the day, you know you you're you lure people into your organization by saying, oh, we've got these benefits, we've got these benefits, we've got Hawaiian Shirt Friday, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's more about, um, you know, what's that onboarding process look like? You know, how can we put you in positions to to make you better, you know, advance your career with, you know, like you said, the additional training pieces and just that overall process of, of getting people in the process, onboarded session. Oftentimes that's obviously driven uh, by systems. So <clears throat> I could totally, I could totally see uh, where Absolutely. you're coming from on that one? That makes a lot and of now, sense. And
1: now, and now, you know, Kev, you know, so, so much of the workforce is remote, mm-hmm. so it becomes even more important to have those those systems in place and and running well. Yeah. Because I can't walk down the hallway and 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 help you. You know, oftentimes we're going to have to do it through uh, a, a digital interface. Sure. So why not have the the digital transformation and the right systems and tools around it uh, to be able to to really get that best in class experience, you know, make sure that your onboarding is smooth, make sure that you're, you're well-trained and ready to go and know what you're doing and, and you know, ready to be successful and lead the company forward.
0: Yeah. It sounds like, you know, it, you have to really kind of think about taking a proactive approach, which kind of leads you to, you know, one of the other points I wanted to bring up, you know, you know, what is the importance of HR transformation? Uh, we, we know it's important, but, um, you know, One, why is it important? And then why do companies have to be so proactive with this digital transformation now and today? And and you could probably expand on what you were just talking about a little bit, I guess.
1: Yeah, no, uh, you know, absolutely. I mean, the the reason it's important and, and and why it's becoming more and more important is, you know, in spite of some of the the um, recent changes in the job market where we've seen some layoffs, um, it is still very very much a candidate's market within life sciences and 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 most uh, technologies that are impacted. So it's it's tough to get the right people. It's tough to get them through the door. You know, we know a lot of uh, of uh, you know some of the factors that we're dealing with. N- terms of wage inflation. And we were hearing all sorts of crazy stories out there. Uh, so to make sure that you're ducks in a row to be able to get those right people is just, I mean, it is absolutely crucial right now. So when you're looking at, um, <coughs> excuse me, um, some of the the metrics, like I mentioned before, you know, time to fill, how long is it taking me to get somebody, you know, through the door and uh, how can I improve that? Um, it, it are the tools that I'm currently using within my, um, uh, a- applicant tracking system. Are they getting, are they getting me what I need? Are they able to, to identify the right person? Are, is it making the process seamless for the applicants? Um, are we able to retain these people? Are we able to train them? Are we able to roll out, uh, organizational change management in, in a fashion that, um, is you know sort of painless, uh, so so those are some of the factors that we're seeing, um, and and you know some the companies that are out there that are doing that successfully, Kevin certainly have a leg up these days.
0: What what are some of your favorite tools that you've seen pop on the market? You know, in the last couple of years to to make your life as a as a leader in the HR easier? Any any, oh, any preferences? Man.
1: <laughs> you know there, there's a there's so many out there you know I'm, I'm not gonna maybe name specific tools but i will say that that's probably yeah you know that's probably the biggest challenge you know is 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 identifying the right tool for your business for your needs um getting the the buy-in of the stakeholders making sure that c-suites involved making sure that you know the the business owners are involved you're all on the same page uh, making sure that you have uh, a way to assess you know the the success in in uh, um, in choosing the systems, you know, what does success look like to you when it comes to these sorts of things? Uh, being able to kind of prioritize, you know, the the most important things. You know, this is what we really need. This would be a uh, nice to have. This is not important. Um, it, so, it, rather than specific, you know, buckets and specific um, tools, Kevin, it's really about, I think. Um, the, the factors for a successful rollout and a successful implementation, that really, um, that really makes the difference.
0: Yeah, that's great. I appreciate that point. I didn't mean to put you on a spot for a specific vendor there. <laughs> uh, I was just kind of curious
1: if you, had, if you had things that you, you'd
0: like to, like there, to use on a day and
1: basis. There's a lot of great ones. I'll say that. And um, you know, I think um, they're, they are becoming more and more adept uh, each year. And I, I've just seen some really, really cool stuff out there. But, you know, it's really up to the each, in, each individual company to go out there and really see what makes sense for them.
0: Yeah, I guess, obviously, you know, you can be successful or unsuccessful with virtually any technology, depending on, you know, how well it's implemented. I mean, Asterix, of course, is knee-deep in that with all of our customers on a day-in and day-out basis, trying to get them to be successful with a myriad of technologies that we're implementing for them. Um, <clears throat> you know, what, what makes a a transition? Uh, or a digital transformation, uh, from the HR perspective in an organization is successful or, or what are some things that could potentially make it fail? You know?
1: Yeah. Um, good, good, good question. Um, you know, I think success and failure is really. Based on adoption, you know, I think like you, you had, you'd mentioned there's a lot of systems out there that could, could work, but you know, are you getting the adoption both within the internal HR function and also for the other departments that, um, use the tools that, that are supported by HR? So to, to get that sort of adoption, um, you know, you need the, the, to establish the goal. You know, as I mentioned, get the buy in from the stakeholders, make sure you're all rowing in the same direction, make sure that you're prioritizing the, the needs of the organization and knowing what's, you know, what this, this is what we have to do first. This is what we have to do second. This is what we have to do, you know, maybe next year. Um, and then uh, providing that, that constant training and, you know, that OCM, you know, change management around it to make sure that people are comfortable with it and uh, are happy with it and, and are using the tools. I think if you can do those things, then you're going to be, you know, well on your way to uh, a successful transformation.
0: Great, great, great. Um, And and obviously, conversely, you know, there's obviously lots of opportunities there. Biggest challenges in, in your mind that would stop a company from being successful at this digital transformation from the HR side?
1: Yeah, that's another one. That's, you know, we, we've seen this pain with a lot of our clients. I think, um, you know, first and foremost, if, if you have sort of uh, disparate needs and aren't able to get everybody on the same page, that's, that's, it's always a challenge. You know, uh, one department needs one thing, another department needs another. HR is there trying to bridge the gap and making sure that all the stakeholders have what they need. That's, it's extremely difficult. So um, making sure that you do those assessments and the requirements gathering and have really good business uh, analysts and project managers around that, you know, and then choosing the right tool. Um, and, that's what it kind of comes down to um, is just crucial. But then once you choose the tool, making sure that the implementation goes smoothly. I mean, that's just, <laughs> that just is, you know, important and making sure that you have timelines that are realistic. Um, you know, there's a lot of like hurry up and wait with implementations. Um, you know, people can get frustrated and, you know, you start to lose buy-in. Um, so it's just kind of managing that along the way um, is, is really, really important. And, uh, you know, I think again, after the, uh, the, the, the implementation is uh, completed, just making sure that you have the training around it and the OCM around it to make sure that you have, uh, adoption and, and, uh, you know, happy people out there that, that see the changes as a big positive. Um, because, you know, unfortunately we've seen it the other way too, where they think, wow, why, why did we do this? And I think there was just usually you look back and there were some errors and mistakes made in the process of getting this thing, uh, launched.
0: Yeah. That, that makes a lot of sense. Um, yeah, and I understand even Asterix is implementing their own training via uh, some digital transformation now I- internally. Is that correct?
1: Oh, yeah. You know, we've got an LMS system. You know, we've got a lot of digital, um, you know, benefits and compensation models. Of course, we've got our own, uh, internal ATS for our core employees. And then we've got, of course, our external ATS, uh, that we use for, um, our client projects. Um, you know, we've got, uh, a lot of different, uh, Data tools to be able to track the, the things that are important to us and the things that are important to, to the clients that we serve. Um, so, you know, being a technology company, Kevin, we're always looking to also um, improve our technologies. So it's always a work in progress. Seems like there's always something going on in the background, which is, you know, it, it makes it fun. Definitely.
0: Definitely. Um- and uh, you know obviously, having someone like yourself not only uh, on staff you know to help internally, but you know as a customer facing you know resource it's great to have someone with your with your depth and expertise um to help shepherd us you know through this and and shepherd customers th- through that as well uh yeah I guess as we're wrapping up you know any any kind of final things that you that jump to mind you know from our from our conversation where when you're working with life sciences companies. What are some unique challenges to them that that, that you're addressing uh, on a day in and day out basis?
1: Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a great thing to end on here, Kevin, because you know we see this uh, all the time, and um, it's it's just it the warper talent. It's real, and and it has not slowed down. Maybe it's taken just like a slight slight pause, but it's you know d- demand is still really really high, and it it is um, it is definitely. Um, outstripping the supply so when you're talking about that the best people uh to get them to buy into your organization you need to have a real smooth operation to be able to onboard them to identify them to be able to uh, retain them train them um that's one of the things that you hear about a lot when when people leave um Positions is that they didn't get that that type of experience and um, support from human resources um, that they expect that maybe another firm is going to give them another co- another company is going to give them. So uh, I think the the companies that are really winning that war ta- uh, for talent have have invested, um, have done the research, have done the legwork so that they can retain these folks. They can develop their careers. Um, they can. Uh, give them a, a pathway to uh, maybe you know a management track or you know a, a senior research track. That's what they're looking for, and um, just just really, really investing in people. I think that's what HR is really there for, right? It's to invest in the people that uh, that that really make your organization tick. And the and these tools and the digital transformation of the HR function is really enabling that. So the the life science industry man, it's 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 tough right now. I think you talk to any any uh, any of these companies, they're they're having a hard time finding that that top talent, and uh, th- this is going to help you for sure.
0: Great. Well, that's some great insights. Obviously, always appreciate um, you know having an opportunity to chat with you, get some thoughts on on it. Certainly, digital transformation, as we mentioned in the beginning of the podcast, is a, is a pretty big topic. Uh, maybe not uh, the most you know easily identifiable for some. Like you know, uh, I kind of get what that is, but what what is it really? Um, and you know, within organizations, we see on a day in a day out basis, um, it's a lot of things. You know, digital transformation of a laboratory is is you know putting in systems and processes to get people um, not just to the cloud, but to, to get them working you know out of paper and working differently. Um, and certainly, it's applicable in, in other departments as we see with 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 HR and in terms of the putting the type of I guess, HR technology stack in place that, that helps you, um, acquire, retain, and and hopefully, hopefully develop from within <clears throat> a good employee base. Um, any final thought, thoughts you want to leave us with, uh, Bear before we, uh, we wrap up today's session?
1: Yeah, I, I, think just, uh, final thoughts, you know, uh, Asterix is a company that's been doing this for a long time, both on uh, the digital transformation side and, you know, supporting, um, um, Workforce management, workforce expansion, workforce augmentation. Um, so, if anybody has any questions, you know, we we would welcome any any discussions. We, we're happy to kind of share some of the things that we're seeing that have been really successful, and of course, you know, maybe share some stories of uh, things you might want to avoid. And you know, we're always happy to to have those conversations with our clients in the, in the life sciences. And you know, we wish them all well and hope uh, hope we can help them uh, achieve their goals.
0: Definitely, and obviously, working with the right partner is going to be key uh, when you need resources and tools to do. Uh, digital transformation or drive those forward in your business. Asterix absolutely is an organization that has uh, great expertise, great experience. Uh, we help companies navigate this, um, in, in a variety of different ways from HR through, through, you know, the core departments where we've been working at for, for 20 some odd years. Um, you know, the company itself is highly, highly staffed by scientific professionals. Uh, and we solve very highly complex problems uh, in scientific organizations. Uh, this you know, we believe is unmatched expertise in the scientific community, and it allows us to to you know, help our customers uh, achieve their goals. So that'll wrap us up for today's uh, session. It's it's always a pleasure to come on and and hear from from folks throughout the uh, the industry. Um, the life science industry and hear their different perspectives. Uh, stay tuned. We've got a number of great sessions coming up um, for, for the next few episodes. I know I've got a little bit of insight into what's coming down the pike. So to, to compliment uh, this one, um, thank you for listening. Keep an eye out for the, uh, the new episodes on the website. Uh, Bear, thank you for your time today. Have a great rest of your day and the is now complete and we will talk to you again next time.